it's here. not good. Really? Wait, it's not? Well, welcome everyone to Group Coaching. I'm so excited to have you here. It is Thursday, September 7th. And as we get started, I have something I would like to read to you. If you follow me on stories, I actually was gifted or won this book. It is called Born to Shine by Kendra Scott. It is, what's it called when people write their story? That's what it is. And yes, biography, autobiography, something like that. But there is this little snippet that has just stuck with me. And I wanted to read it to you. So give me about 60 seconds to read this and just listen to what she's saying. She says, brands do this too. To prove they've made it, they'll open their first store in the flashiest street in the most expensive cities. Will the store make more money? No, it might bleed them dry, but at least it's going to look good. And we did this. The second store we opened was in Beverly Hills, just off Rodeo Drive. We thought we needed it to build recognition, but it didn't work. Why? It wasn't authentic. We aren't a Beverly Hills brand, and we were out of step with our values and our brand story. Some brands have to make up a story for themselves. You can tell because it sounds like it was written in a game of marketing department bingo. Heidi can probably help us with that if you need that. Just like with people, nobody likes a phony. You don't need a better story or a better version of your life. You are who you are. You came from where you came from. That's exactly what makes you who you are. And this is what I underline. I've said before that the minute a brand tries to do what everyone else is doing, they've already failed. The minute a brand tries to do what everyone else is doing, they've already failed. Was I the first person to make jewelry? Of course not, but I had custom shapes, custom filigree, and customer service that set us apart. We didn't create from a template, but from what set us apart. This goes for people too. You don't need to do what everyone else is doing to find success, happiness, or peace. Your life and your story are uniquely yours. Why are you trying, why are you wasting it trying to be like someone else? And she ends it with this, be clear on your core values. It is like lining up the foundation of who you are. You do not need to create your business from a template and say, this is who I am. You get to do it from you, from what sets you apart. Now, are we all probably going to use Stripe? Probably, right? Are we all going to probably sell in DMs? Probably. However, what makes you your business you, it is important that you know what that is. I have been in business for, in the new year, it will be three years in this company right now. And I just recently got on paper out of my mind what my core values are. And if you have not done this, I would recommend that you do. And if you don't know where to start, if you don't, if you don't know, gosh, what, what do I believe in? What is important to me? You can actually write the opposite. What do you not love about some of the ways you've seen other business? Don't live in the drama, but just write it down and then flip it to the opposite, right? What is the opposite, the positive of that? So I want to read you these that the Rhythmic Home LLC, which is the parent company for the method, what our core values are. They've been there floating around, but they were never on paper. 
We believe that you can have excellence in the mundane. We believe that family is the priority. We choose not to fear. We are others focused and we look for the big mo, momentum. We welcome the pivot and we truly believe that character matters. We challenge the norm. We go one step more and we believe that profit is good, but profit used for good is better. So in closing, the last thing I want to share is once you come up with your core values, what you stand for, one, it acts as a filter of if something comes into your business, when you consider investing with another coach or in another program, or you want to add XYZ component onto your offerings, run them through that filter. Do they align with this thing? And then also something that I realized I had lacked in and I thought, okay, whatever, like, let's just pivot. Let's just switch that up is consistently communicating that to my clients. And so in the quarter four round of the method, which actually Heidi emailed me this week and she's or DM'd me, she said, will we get access to all of the method trainings? And I said, yes. So when y'all are done at September, you will. And I'll tell y'all here because you're on live, you will actually get the updated recordings, which I finished about two weeks ago. At the end of every recording, I have a eight short sentence paragraph that I say, this is what we stand for here in this program. And so maybe for you, I'm thinking, you know, Heidi for her marketing clients, maybe it's at the end of her emails or the content that she's doing. Maybe for Christy, it's printed on a little circle business card that she puts in, you know, every product. Maybe for Jen, it's a quote at the bottom of her emails when people are signing up for her guide. But what do you stand for? Because if you think, honestly, we're just going to use the method. I want you to think back to the very first time you and I interacted or you interacted with me and I didn't know it quite yet. There was something that stood out about me that made you take a step closer. It's probably some of my core values. And the same is true for you. If When you know what you stand for and you can clearly communicate that, you do have the possibility of prospects turning into clients or coming into your world more quickly because they go, I believe that too. I think that same way too. Yeah, I like that. And that begins to build trust. So I hope that is encouraging to you. And also, if you don't have that, it's okay. <laughs> like, not a big deal. Start writing in the notes section, start figuring it out, and you can make that happen. So I'm going to turn my fan on real quick. But Christy, if you would like to unmute, I would love to start with you, my friend. Can y'all hear me okay? Yes, we can. What's up? How can okay. I help you today? Um, Shocker, I'm in the car. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I am delivering a wedding order. Okay. So. What, um, what okay. specific question can we work through today, Christy? I don't know. I've been thinking about like my specific questions and I don't really have one. Okay. Um, I have an idea I have for you. Of, 
Okay. I have a lot of things like in the works uh-huh. of getting information, that kind of thing. Um, I'm having to trademark my logo and okay. I'm having to get copyright stuff like okay. in place. Okay. So that's been all new, like within this past week, because I actually had somebody try to use my logo, my, the cow skull with the daisies and the peacock feathers that I designed. Um, and took it to this, this train printing place. And of course she recognized my logo and called me and said, Hey, I just want to give you a heads up. This is happening. Did you find a trademark lawyer yet? No, I haven't. I'm going to connect you with my lawyer. If you'd like me to, I should ask first. I can make an email introduction. She is specific to um, online entrepreneurs. So I don't know if she's going to, can help with what you're working with, but she's like, she wrote all my contracts for me. Um, She is well-skilled on that area. Would it be helpful to write, to make an email recommendation by chance? Or would you like to let me know on that? No, yes, that would be amazing. Okay. okay. Yeah. I will do that. And if for anyone else live or on replay, if you do need uh any kind of like consult or, you know, legal questions like that, I'm glad to make an introduction. I don't get a kickback or anything like that. She's just been very great. She's very straightforward, which I need, you know, from someone in that field. Yeah. Christy, my idea for you is actually similar to y'all saw the email. Um, so Christy and actually Heidi, thank you for your feedback. Um, and then Mary actually also submitted hers. But when we, a lot of us are in different coaching containers. And so sometimes it's normal to come to it and go, I don't really know like what to ask, but I want to use the best use of my time. I would actually encourage you to go through the same model of questioning, which I did not come up with. I got from another coaching container that I was a part of, of start, stop, continue. So what do you want to start in your business? One thing. What do you want to stop doing? It's not working. You've been trying. And you come with one thing. And what's something you want to continue? And so it might not be your final answer after you noodle on it after today, Christy. But for start, what is one thing you want to start in your business? My assistant. Okay. (laughs) Definitely. Um, I had interviews and I have been mulling around for one of the girls that I interviewed. Um, she, she came with questions about the business and even like, what was my growth? So it made me stop and really think about what is future for the business and what I'm looking for. Um, not with some of the other people that were like, oh, my friend does this. Oh, this is so cool. And I'm, I'm already with like red flags all over um, one that you liked on other thing like, sorry go ahead no no go ahead i say that that person that you liked are you guys are you going to do a second interview with her what's the where where are you with that yes so, okay. so i'm gonna reach out to her today and see if we can come in tomorrow um or monday and just kind of have a final talk for um i've got some kind of a first immediately need done after my brain dump list that is still at like 50 items. Okay. Um, I've marked off a lot though, because I added to it after I got to 58. And so I've marked off, 
but just to get more in her knowledge of certain programs and that kind of thing, um, to really dive into what her knowledge is. Okay. Awesome. And her learning capabilities and stuff like that. Um, the other thing is I've looked at some automation of like my accounting stuff. Um, I have a meeting with NetSuite next week. My dad actually put me in contact with, because he did a lot of stuff with Oracle and NetSuite is an Oracle program or they partner with them. Okay. Like in contact with some people. Okay. Like automating the accounting stuff and they'll help with pricing of making sure my pricing is right. All of these. Awesome. So, so those, two- are the, those are like my starts of yes. like working them. high priority things. Perfect. And what is, if you had to name one thing that you'd like to stop right now in your business, whether it be forever or just for this current season, what's the first thing that comes to mind? My Mary Kay business. Okay. Well, you know, that's an interesting gut feeling and, you know, one to follow through. Um, not where that I'm not like completely starting it, but it's not consuming my time. Yeah. Yep. Just yep. when you have reorders. Do you have project broadcast, Christy? I stopped, I, I did. I stopped okay. using it because I didn't need to spend $15 a month for it anymore. Okay. You know what I would do is, um, whatever your email provider is or something to consider is down export your customer list from InTouch, save it to your desktop, upload it to your email thing, write one template of I'm doing a monthly check-in, how can I serve you, and schedule that to go to those customers once a month to just keep you in front of them if it's not going to be that you know top-of-mind business right now. And just let them know, like, I'm still here. Put your website in there. And one thing that's great to say is the easiest and quickest way to order is on the website and you can securely enter your credit card information. Like you don't need to be going back and forth with Venmo and all those things, like have them order on your website and easy, quick, done, you process, it's done. Yeah, that that's what I started doing when I got really busy in June and July that I was just like reaching out briefly. Um, I added them to the Mary Kay emails that just automatically go out. So they see that. Um, and so they'll like, I already have, like, I'm still like my 600 a month. I'm already surpassed that. So I'm like, okay, I don't have to work on Mary Kay the rest of the month. Yeah. And that can just be that goal. Like, I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. Um, because I got another big order from Kimberly for my national for some shirts. Like, so the business is growing. Um, I already have another wedding order that I'm having to do four signs for, for a November wedding, you know, like there's a lot. And so I just would rather put all of my time into what makes me happy. Yes. And you know what you're doing so well, Christy, I'm so proud of you is like, as we go through start, stop, continue, like you're saying the first thing that comes to mind. And usually for most of us, that's like the thing, right? So what would your continue be? What's the one thing you're, I know there's multiple, but if you had to name one thing that's working really well right now and you want to continue doing more of that, what would that be for you? Um, I love doing the party decoration stuff. 
Like, I really do. Um, These wedding sign and these koozies I just got done that I'm delivering because it's cheaper for me to drive to drop it off than to ship it because the size of the sign. Um, But really, like, I love doing it. I just did. I just rented out my first Care Bear centerpieces. Oh, you did? That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. So stuff like that, I'm really excited about. Good. And, you know, one thing I heard, Christy, is I am not an expert in what you're creating and the birthday rentals and all those things. I would potentially do some perusing around other people who do something similar and see if they charge a shipping or delivery fee or if it's free shipping or free delivery over X amount, because even though it might be cheaper, it's still your time that you're driving. Um, And the busier you get, like we want you to get busy. You might not have time to do all the driving. Right. So this was a special circumstance. Um, The sign was going to be a hundred dollars to ship it. Okay. And she is paying for my gas. So like my gas is $45. So like we're, we're balancing it out, but I just wasn't going to charge her a hundred dollars for a $35 sign just for shipping. Well, there, Um, that's your delivery fee. Yeah. $45. You did the good. Good. But I do, I do delivery costs. I've done delivery costs from day one for people that wanted me to drive all over Houston for shirt drop posts because they didn't want to pay shipping. Well, you could have paid cheaper for shipping, but sure, I'll spend my gas and mileage to come drop stuff off to you. Thank um, you for that. Can I say yeah, something so too? I'm, just a th- just a thought. I know that we had a courier service where I work that we would have deliveries, so that's an option too. Outsource the deliveries. If I was if I was still in Houston, that would be perfect. There's multiple of them that I personally like. I've worked with, but in a Podunk, East Texas, there's not. Good idea, Jen. The town is so small that there's not even a service. College student. (laughs) That's true. That's a good idea. I even tried to have a home, like junior, senior, high school, homeschool kids, like as my assistants first. That's that's not even a thing here. These kids are so busy. Even the ones that are in school and there's not any, like they're just not, or they're not doing anything. I had eight no shows for interviews in the last three days. Well, at least they already told you who they are and you don't have to waste your time on them. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, next. Um, I do. I have something else to share, but do you have any more questions before I share? I don't. We would love to hear what you have to share. Um, I had my talk at the school yesterday. You did with how did it go? I think it went amazing. Um, I love that you were talking about core values because I brought that up oh, as part okay. of uh, like my story because I was when we went through Tony's accident. Um, I was with Scarlett Simpson. She, you know, retired national with Mary Kate, created a leadership program. And that was like the very first thing that she started. It was like, what are your core values? Mm -hmm. And I had, and I used it and I asked her too, but I had this tree that like, what are your roots? What are your core values? What are those roots that like keep you grounded? And it just had some little 
like your family, like just some little different value, like to think of. And I asked if I could print it. And I literally printed hundreds of them, gave them to the teacher so they can pass them out to the kids. But I brought that up for them to really think about because a lot of these kids are either like their parents are not involved, I found out, um, or they're living with an aunt, an uncle, or grandparent, or, you know, whatever their situation is. But a lot of them are like below the poverty line. And you know what you did? Like, Which, if we go along with a tree, is you planted a seed for them with those things, with those papers that that may have never been a concept that they've been introduced yet. And so, what a privilege yeah. that you got to do that. Thank you for sharing that, Christy. I love that. So I was, I left that. it. I thought I was going to be completely like panicked and not, but. I just like, this is my story. I mean, this, yeah. this is what we've been going through. This is who we are. Um, and one of like the boost, one of the booster moms reached out because they national honor society is a thing, and, but the kids have to volunteer and do stuff. And they want to work with me before we move to do volunteer hours to help get the ties cut awesome. and put together for the keychains and stuff at some of their volunteer hours. That's so cool. I love how that's coming together. Thank you for that, Christy. Yeah. Awesome. Christy, if anything else pops up, just drop that in the chat. Um, so before I hand it over to Coach Becca, is there anyone that is in a rush, Heidi, Jen, Mary, that you, or you would prefer to go next? No. Um, Heidi, uh, no, actually, Jen was on. So, Jen, I'll have you go with Becca next. And just one quick housekeeping thing that I forgot to share before. Next week is our last call. Mary, not for you. Okay. So check your DMs because you have, you're a little bit longer. Um, but everything will be, all the recordings will be emailed to you at after tomorrow, uh, next, after next week's call. All of that will be there for you. And then we are in Slack together through the end of the month. So please be sure to utilize that as much as you can. I forgot to share that at the top. So I will hand it over to Coach Becca and Jen. Jen. Hey. <laughs> you. Thank you. Um, so I was, I really, and Alexis and I had a one-on-one -on -one earlier today. So um, kind of going through that, the same thing of maybe start, continue stop I don't know if that was the order but that's what I wrote down um, my notes here so um to start I need to I need to be in front of more people um to grow like my email list is growing and I feel like my exposure but more people on my list to be able to sell to so um I'm looking at more like trying to get some speaking engagements, getting into different groups of people a little bit more, um, the direct sales industry. Like I'm just, I feel like that's where I kind of started in my struggles. And if I would have known what I know now, like I can see how my roadblocks would have been different. Um, so just working on, being in more people and conversations in the DMs. Like I started um, one right a conversation with someone right before um, this call because they were talking about they went live and about like 
overwhelmed being a, a parent and being overwhelmed. Um, so I was like, oh, like, <laughs> I'm going to go like personal here, but we're going to talk about hormones. So anyway, and like, um, just kind of, I've been kind of connecting more with people, but that's what I need more of. Um, I need more sales training. I need to, to gather those. That was kind of an outcome. <laughs> so I know guide culture, um, you know, we kind of touched on that, but um, and I'm going on a silent retreat next weekend. I'm not a silent person. Like I <laughs> fill in like the silence. So, um, it, it's really kind of interesting that I'm doing this, but I, it's actually like perfect timing for where I am in my cycle. And I'm just looking forward to kind of getting more clarity and that. So I'm kind of wanting to like waiting for that. I feel like I'm waiting for that final piece of making sure everything feels good and like having God speak to me. Like I'm just been looking forward to going on a retreat like this since I heard about it. And like, this is the first opportunity. So I'm going next weekend, 40 hours of complete silence, no phone, no electronics, no like music. So there's like grounds to walk on and like I'm getting some books from the library and I'm going to bring a, a like camera, maybe like play around and learn how to use it. Um, I really don't know, like make some bracelets. Don't know what I'm going to do with my time, but I'm Are you just allowed to bring like a journal. And oh, things? yeah, yeah, yeah. So journaling and just being out in nature and like just feeling connected and yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's start. I'm, yeah. So I'm excited. Visibility to see. is what I'm hearing. Yes. <laughs> visibility, visibility, visibility. Okay. Um, <laughs> continue um, being consistent. I feel like I've been pretty consistent in showing up in like social recently and like creating wheels. And it's been noticed by um, like people in my community at least. So, um, and I'm in the the conversation and setting a date to do a mother daughter mother daughter workshop um, in person at the yoga studio where I live about hormones because apparently like it's a topic of like periods are a topic with these young girls and like um, it's it's a good connector that I have that went through my videos in January and is very well connected and is a brand like brander. So I am very excited that she's the one who asked for this type of workshop um, to be able to have her on board and stuff. So um, can I just a second? Yeah, no. When you say consistent, what does that mean to you? What is define that? That's a good question. So consistent is showing up on social because I feel having exposure and, and things being watched is important, but good, just, I don't know stuff, but then being consistent on emails as well. Um, I have a couple like follow-up ones for my, my email list to keep engagement. And I picked, I had my winners for my August drawing. So um, that email will be going out. Those people are notified today. So just, yeah, showing up, like attracting people, showing up, 
that I'm here and then following up with my email list as well. How often would showing up on social feel consistent for you? Having something like out there, like on my, I usually post my like stories and if I post a reel or something too. So like, I feel like 24 hours, like every 24 hours ish, like seven days a week. Um, let's just say five because I know that there's going to be some like gaps. Um, but like five days a week. I'm sorry. What? What about email? How, what, what is consistent for you in that regard? Biweekly, I think it's a good, is a good frequency. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I just wanted to define that Hmm. because consistent is a very broad term and consistent for one person could be once a month. Consistent for the next person could be once a week. And then right now for me, it's seven days a week. And that's a very, it's a short sprint. Um, it's not a marathon for me, but I, I think it's important for you to define that so that if it's not seven days a week for you, then yeah. you don't beat yourself up when you don't post for seven days or seven days in a row. So, um, yeah. so you said consistent showing up on social five days a week and consist- consistently sending emails biweekly. Mm-hmm. That's your continue. Was there yeah. anything else there? No, I mean, just continue. I mean, start, I guess, starting more of the conversations, which I want to just have that like as a continuing thing. Um, Okay. I love it. And that'll feed into your visibility also. So I think those are perfect. Um, Stop. What's your, in your stop category? I don't really, I guess I do have a stop getting in my own way. (laughs) What does that look like? Um, <laughs> a lack of plan. Um, I feel like, you know, with a busy job and it's it's getting more demanding um, to be able to have that plan and blocking out little pockets. Um, you know, like I've done today a little bit, like I talked to Alexis and then I'm like, okay, like, Oh, I'm scrolling around waiting for something like, let me message this person um, to keep things going because this is truly where my passion and I, I, I'm wanting to go like, um, so yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm just, I have a lot. I like, I want to create more of something that's just a low lick ticket item of like video package and PDF of, like a guide and then like something for direct sales. So I have like future like vision, but trying to like, okay, like what do I need to do now? Like what brick do I need to lay now? There you go. Guide, go guide culture term here. Right. (laughs) And then it's brick here that I'm laying to be able to like get there. So I feel like I want to have something on automatic, but then so I feel like, I don't know, I guess I'm just really like praying that like next weekend, I'm going to just have more clarity. And I've dedicated that time to just being with myself and, and things like that. Um, Mary, uh, Mary, what is, what retreat is this? It sounds so restful. Yeah. So it's, um, it's in, this was in near Indianapolis, Indiana, which is like an hour and a half for me. Um, 
and uh, actually a Mary Kay friend of mine went like years ago and she was a director and then just was having a pooling to explore going a different route. And she has her own florist business and has like a kind of a subscription um, with her, her florist. Um, yeah. So it just how she's tied it into the other things that she's done. So she could do like full wedding planning and from hair, make you know, hair, makeup to floor cake and flowers. So like a one-stop shop. Um, so that's, I don't know. I'm just, I feel like just the past couple of years has been go, go, go. And with COVID and being home and like, I just really need time by myself. <laughs> I had two thoughts. If you don't mind me sharing. No. First thought is a question. Mm-hmm. You have a full-time job. You have a family, you have a home, you have at least one dog. I think you might have two. <laughs> um, you have a lot of responsibilities and you have this passion over here that you really want to grow into something that you could potentially remove yourself from that full-time job, right? When you talk about being consistent, what is a bare minimum list that you could have together that you could do every day that would still move the needle in the business and make you feel consistent even on days where you have no brain power left or you're too tired or your cycle is in a weird, not in a weird place, is in the place where you have zero energy. Like what are, what is a list of one to three things that if you did those things, you would still feel like you're moving the business forward every single day. You don't have to come up with that list right now, but I think it's important for you to define that. And then another list that you could have are projects that you want to work on and prioritize those projects. And the number one project at the top of the list, break it down into steps because projects can be overwhelming even when you have all the time in the world, when you have even less than let other people have in a, in a day, then they become almost impossible for you to be able to break down. So if you mm-hmm. prioritize them and take that one project that you want to get done first and break it down into, I don't know, 10 steps. And on the days that you've done your move needle moving tasks already, and now you have time to work on a project, you can work on that one step. How would that feel if you could do that? No, that seems good. I mean, that, and that's what, like, I love helping people break things down, but like, I, you know, Our, like, we need to be coached ourselves on. Yeah. Oh, listen. So, I like, I, all day about that. <laughs> that. I go to Alexis all the time and I'm like, I have this thing I need for you to help me, like, yeah. break it apart. Right. Um, right. The other thought that I had was you talked about getting into a routine and, I don't know what made me think of this, but I was just talking to my business partner, Marley, this this morning about routines and how we talk about we want routines. We talk about how next week, next month, when things slow down, we can have a routine. The only way to build a routine is to start practicing it today. And so she was talking to her teenage sons about this, actually, and how, you know, when you're an adult, you'll have routines. No, that's not true unless you start to build them today. Um, But what a gift you're about to give these teenage girls that they can start a routine for their hormones 
before they have kids, before they have stressful jobs, before they go to college and they're away from their family and they're eating ramen noodles every night for dinner. And that might be speaking from personal experience, but like that, I think that that might be something that you could touch on in your everyday content, but especially for those girls, a routine is not something that you just need when you're an adult. It's something that you can build now to support you as an adult when things get messy and responsibilities are heavier. Those were the two thoughts that I had as you were talking. I don't know if that's helpful to you, um, but as my daughter gets older, if you were coming in to talk to her, I would love for that to be highlighted for her, that a routine is not something that you just magically have one day. It's something that you have to build and work at. That's good, because they don't want to listen to you about routines. <laughs> no, um, they don't want to listen to me about routines. I'm like, I know skincare. Like, I just had a customer, like, I helped her with her son's acne, and I followed up with her this morning, and, but my own daughter, like, doesn't want to, like, you know, we have all this stuff, but she doesn't want to listen to mom. Like, you have to wash your face. You had soccer practice. Like, you don't know anything. But, like, yeah, no. So, and, and I, I feel like I'm very good at routines. I mean, I love and thrive on that, but like I, mine is more focused on supporting everybody else. Like I do these things. And so I do things to, for myself though, too, but a lot of it has to rely because of this doesn't happen. It affects them versus, and that's why I feel like my business and growing like that has to be a routine. It has to be more the routine and it ultimately does affect them. But in the short term, I'm not feeling that it's affecting them. Mm -hmm. right. You mean positively affecting them? Long term. Like it's not, it has no difference on them right now. Okay. It's more of I'm putting their needs before mine mm -hmm. and making sure that like I'm blocking off time or. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get like I went went to the coffee shop last weekend and, you know, blocked off time and, you know, mm -hmm. better at it. And like, I feel like my energy is more focused on the things. So you do. I will have to say you sound a lot um, calmer and more confident about what you want to be doing than you have in the last couple of months. So I do want to encourage you in that way. You feel sure of what you want to be doing. And so the next part of that is just building that into your daily life so that it you're always walking towards that no matter what kind of day it is, no matter what comes up. That Jen is working towards her dream, which ultimately positively affects your family in the way mm -hmm. that you want it to. So you're not taking from them. You're building for them. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the soccer field last night, creating my reel. Like, <laughs> do what you got to do. Um, I, okay, so for start, visibility is a big deal for you. Consistency, you want to continue. So I would like to see in the Slack channel in the next today's what Thursday. I want to. I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you by. This may not be much of a challenge by Monday to send the list of the bare minimum things that you're going to do that you know will produce results in your business, maybe not today, but 90 days from now, maybe a year from now. 
and then a brain dump of all the projects that you want to do in the future. You don't even have to prioritize those yet. Just a brain dump of all the things that you want to be able to accomplish or put out into the world. And then we can help you break those down before you go on the retreat. So when you're on the retreat, you can start potentially like mapping those out and getting a really clear vision for what that looks like and how that enters the world. How does that feel? Good, good. Okay. Do you have anything else? Did we, do you have any questions? No. I mean, if anybody, you know, has any thoughts that pop up or good connections, I'm open and would love. (laughs) So. Um, I think that you, okay. Meredith Mayo. I don't know if you know her. I think she's MM wellness on Instagram, but I can send you her Instagram. Okay. Uh, She does nutrition, like holistic nutrition. Um, but she was talking about hormones yesterday and how, oh gosh, I'm going to butcher this because I'm but hormones are not the root cause. There's something that's causing the hormones to be out of balance. And I think that that might be like, I don't know, maybe you could, she's, she loves to collaborate. She loves to talk to other people about things like that. And maybe you could dig into that with her and just see like, what are your experiences when you're working with women? Like how do hormones impact their food, their sleep, those things? Cause she's worked with lots of women. So that mm-hmm. might be, um, kind of some research that you could take away from that, but I'll send you her Instagram. Sure. And just, even if you just watch her. (laughs) Yeah, no, that'd be great. Okay. Well, I can't wait to see your list. (laughs) Eyebrow raised you, Becca. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We saw that, Jen, and we love you for it. <laughs> it will be in my on my weekend, like, get shit done week, because right now, like, and literally, I'm in the social mode, like, I am in my summer, so, like, literally every night, like, I went to mom's wine night last night, like, when we had soccer, like, I'm going to a parade tonight, but to see a show, a show tomorrow night with my mother-in-law, and I'm like, the dishes are gonna sit, like, yeah. it's summer, and they sit. But then I know, then things will get done again. <laughs> so I'm, I don't have the anxiety that I used to with sitting yeah. dishes. Like, they're rinsed. They're fine. The kids don't want to make money in this house. So they don't <laughs> unload it. I was like, well, then you're not going to make money. <laughs> well, I can't you. wait to see. I can't wait to see what you build. It's going to be great. It's going to change a lot of people's lives. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Becca. Heidi, you and I will coach next. And I just, I hope you guys, and I I see you taking notes. And so I have a feeling you already do. When we come to group events like this, group coaching calls, if you can't directly like see yourself in someone else's question, just think of it like you're digging for nuggets. Like maybe you have that like gold shifting thing and you're like looking for the golden nuggets. Because I wrote down something Becca said, What is your bare, something like, what is your bare minimum to get results in 90 days? And it was such a good reminder, like, oh yeah, it's going to take 
30, 60, 90 days to get results. So we can think about it now, but what is on our list to go forward? And the only other thing I want to add, because Becca and I have the same brain in many different ways, like she has the bare minimum list. I actually used to do this, Jen, when I was a Mary Kay sales director, slightly different. I had on a sticky note, it was like five to eight things that were bare minimum. And at the end of the day, if I hadn't done anything to move the needle forward, I had that sticky note on the inside of my planner. I would open it and say, I just need to complete two. So if you like having choices, I would always pick like text one customer, you know, like it would be, but it would be something. It would be better than nothing. So I love that idea, Becca. Heidi, it is all your turn. Do you have a specific question that you would like to work through? Would you prefer to do start, stop, continue? I want to use this bet this time as best as you'd like to. Um, I think start, stop, continue would probably be the best because I don't have like a specific question. Perfect. Um, we'll start at the top. Start. What is one thing you want to start right now? So everything you guys have been talking about so far has been so helpful and I kind of had a light bulb moment that I think what I need to start doing is give myself permission to build my business differently because this is like, I came from medicine. This is totally out of my wheelhouse. And I find myself constantly in this cycle of self-doubt, like, well, I'm not a professional business person, like the buttoned up people that I feel like I need to go meet with. Mm. And even like, I've been putting myself out there. I've been meeting with like I met with a $95 million business uh, last Friday and I was like absolutely terrified. Well, it was on the phone, thank God. But I was still just like, I know I should have portrayed more confidence because I was so scared and I prepared a lot, but I still just like not being from this arena. I feel like there's, I know there's so much I don't know. Um, but I've been going to networking events and like, even this morning I went to something similar to BNI and I know from guide culture, cause like everybody stands up and you share a little bit about your business. And I know through guide culture, I could knock it out of the park and, but they, I'm like scared to, because they all say the same thing. Like we do this and it's very boring. <laughs> you know, but then I'm so afraid to stand out. So I just need to give myself permission that like, I need to stand out because that's how I'm going to build a different business. And that's how I'm going to get the right clients. And I'm curious, um, may I ask you a question on this area right here? Yes. Two things. How would you practically define, I need to stand out? Like if you had to write a list, what does that look like? That means everyone wears suits. I wear a cute blouse. That means everyone says I do X, Y, Z. I start with an attention getter, right? And so you, the reason I'm saying that is what if you wrote that list to give yourself ways to do that, to be confident in that? I'm curious, like what's the yeah. first couple of things that come to your mind when you think if I were to stand out, I would do this. What comes to mind for you? It is in like what I'm saying. Okay. So incorporating more of guide culture into my presentations, into my calls. And I mean, I, on my discovery calls, I am using like info gather and they're right. You know that. And that's more, I guess, over the phone, one-on-one -on -one zoom, like I'm more comfortable, but when I go to these networking things, 
I'm afraid to say things that I, that's different from what everybody else. I'm curious if, yeah, actually, yeah. And I, I have actually, thought, but what would you say? What would you say that's different? So we've all gone around the room. We've all said, I help people do this, blah, 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 whatever. What would you say that would be different? And it doesn't matter if you mess it up, just let it flow. Um, Like I would tell a story um, about what I do. Like how Aloy says, like, and when people say, what do you do? Say, can I tell you a story? Rather than just saying like the boring. Okay. Um, can I put you on the spot in the safety of this Zoom room right now? Yeah. Okay. So Becca did. said her thing. So has Jen. So has Mary. I'm the moderator of this BNI like event. Heidi, it's your turn. Do you mind if I tell you a quick story? Sure. Just the other day, I met with a business owner who's getting ready to sell his business and he's planning to pass it on to his kids. And he said that he's so glad he's invested in these services over the last five to 10 years because it has set his business up to be so stable and secure that he is able to sleep so well at night knowing that this business he's passing on to his kids is going to provide for them for years to come. And knowing that your kids will be taken care of long after you're gone would be important to you too, wouldn't it? Are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) I mean, Heidi, that's incredible. Thank you. That just, did you practice that? That just rolled off your tongue. (laughs) Well, I had written it for like a dream big. That's amazing. Yes. Jen says, wow. I would buy from you. If there was, if there was a whole room of people who stood up and they said, I'm Becca and I help blah, blah, blah. And (laughs) you came with that. I would be like, whoa, she really cares about what she does. And she cares about the people behind what she does. And I would buy from you over anyone else in that room. Thank you. And just by you saying, can I tell you a story? I guarantee people would go, what is she getting ready to say? Like you just caught their attention to that. Incredible. Yes, people love stories. Mary, our video expert, she knows this. What The other thing that came to my mind when you were saying just having that self-doubt, not sure how you wanted to stand out. I know this isn't the positive poly that a lot of people, you know, want to go to. So this might have a negative tinge, but take it what it's for. These people are already not working with you. If they don't like what you have to say because of the way you said it, nothing has changed. That is such a good point. You know, like nothing has changed. They're they're still not working with you. But what if they do? What if they love, just like Becca said, she would choose you to buy from. Do you have another one of these events you're going to in the upcoming days? Yeah. So it's, I went twice to this event as a guest and then I'm trying to decide I want to join. I'm just gone so much that I don't know if it's worth it, but it's only a hundred dollars for the year. Okay. And so I think I'm going to, cause then it's every Thursday. Oh, wow. It's tons of business owners. That seems very I'm the only marketing person in there. So, I mean, it would be really good. Yeah. I mean, how many on average could you show up to with your schedule? 20? 15? 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, that would even be worth it. Like I looked, I have only looked through December. I can only go to three more, but even then, like I've already gone to two and And they have occasional events other days than Thursdays. So maybe I would be able to go to something like that. And what if you flip-flop the thought, this is a hundred dollars to invest in yourself to practice your speaking skills. Yes. You know, like, yes. What if you told a different story every single time and you are paying, if you went to 20 sessions, $5 over every, every, you know, like, I think that That is is so true. And it's so good for info gather too, because like they all say like, this is what I need, or this is what my business is struggling with. So I can get tons of info for content and that's yeah. such a good point. Okay. I'm yeah. going to do it. I love that. Um, the only other thing I would curious is this might be like a journaling noodling thing is what would it take for you to become confident in what you're selling and what you're talking about? I heard you say something like, you know, I'm new to this or I don't know a lot about it. One, let's catch that self-talk Yes, because we know what comes out of our mouth is amplified in our minds already. So I am just as guilty of that as well. But what would it take for you to become more confident? Do you need to find a podcast that you listen to while you're driving, listen to a, right? Like build Mm -hmm. that up in yourself so you can say, I feel confident about this. Maybe you've not been in it for 30 years. That doesn't matter, but you know what you need to know about it. Yeah, that's so true. I think I do need to journal about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I mean, obviously deep in my product knowledge, but I feel like that's like, I do know a lot about what I'm doing and I know a lot more than most business owners know. And I still feel like I don't know enough, you know? So it's more like a mindset thing than me not knowing what I'm doing. Yeah. I think the way you just delivered that, can I tell you a story? is pure evidence to me that you do know what you're doing and okay. you can communicate to that. We just need you to have evidence that you are believing because it doesn't matter what I believe or anyone in this room, you are the one that has to believe that. So what do you need in order to do that? Yes, I will journal about that. Yeah. For your stop and continue, I absolutely hate to do this and I'm available to you if you need to ask me anything one-on-one would you be okay if I transition you to coach Becca? Because oh, yeah, I that's have fine. a hard stop at three. I'm sorry, Becca. I'm just going to hand it right over. My kids have a new school schedule. Um, Heidi, if there is anything specific though, that you're like, Alexis, I'd really love to know your feedback. Please let me know. And Mary, as well as for you and Jen, if you have any other questions, once this recording uploads, I will go back and watch it. So I'm in the loop with what you guys are talking about in need. So just know um, I appreciate you working with me in that. Thank you, Heidi, for allowing me to switch. That is never my my thing. Becca, I'm getting ready to make you host. So when I leave, I do not close this call down. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Heidi. Mary, I'm watching the recording and I will connect with you as well in Slack. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Coach Becca. Text me if I do anything wrong as I hop out, okay? Okay. Bye, guys. Heidi, I had a question for you. Was that story that you told, it was a true story, yes? Yeah. Someone told you that? Yes. Not one of my clients. 
Um, cause okay. he's, he's, but he's been investing in these services. I don't know. I mean, shortly after it became like a big thing in business. So he's been doing it long enough that it's made a big difference. Is that for your brain any evidence at all that what you're doing is important and that that yes. it matters? Yes, for sure. This sounds really silly, but I also, when you were like, I know I know a lot more than other people and I still doubt how much I know. I said, same, like it's, it's always going to be that way. You're always going to feel that way because we want to know as much as possible as business owners, because of the people that we are, we want to help. I keep a folder on my phone of like voice memos that people send where things have changed because of the services. Um, I keep screenshots. I keep any evidence that I need because when there are hard days, because there are (laughs) I have to go in there and remind myself, number one, why I do this and why it matters, because it's not necessarily about me, but I have to get my head back in the game to be able to deliver the what I've promised so that their lives and businesses and money and all of that can change. And you're in the exact same boat. What you do matters. It matters to the business owner. It matters to the longevity, is that a word? Longevity of the business, um, the profitability of the business, and the legacy that people can or can't leave. Yes. Right? So I would encourage you to write, I'm going to give you another list, right? (laughs) I would encourage you to write a list of all the ways that by Jen, um, that you feel like this could change someone's life, their business, their bank account, their relationships. I mean, I just had a thought, like, imagine a business owner who was more searchable, which provided them more clients or more customers, whichever it is. It gives them more revenue. Hopefully that gives them more profit. But just having more revenue as a business owner is enough to release that mental load that we carry sometimes for you to be able to sit on the couch and watch a movie with your family without stressing out, for you to be able to take more time off of work so you can be with your family So you can go on vacation. Do you see how like we jump all the way over here to vacation? So what you do helps people take vacation. What you do helps them hire employees, which helps the economy. It helps like fund other jobs. It's not just about being able to be visible as a business. Yes. It's about what that visibility leads you to. That's Does so, that help you? Like, yes, that really helped me see it more clearly and kind of. It's not about Heidi. Heidi, you're like right here in the center, but think about in a pond where like you drop a rock and that one rock makes that huge ripple effect. You are dropping the rock in their life and the ripples, you have no idea what those ripples are going to be or how it's going to end up. But the possibilities are endless for them in the most positive ways. Yes. I love that. And that just gave me kind of another idea too, of 
like it's also the customers that they're helping. Yes. Get the uh, there's best. so many directions I could go with that too. Get the best customer service. Get the best service on the market because you can find the business. You can find what you're looking for. Um, like when you think about releasing the mental load, I don't, I don't know about you. So I, I talk about this with money a lot. When you, ha- when you know your numbers, it releases all of those weird unanswered questions that just kind of nag at you all day long. And you can't, you don't have the brain space to run your business the way that you want. But I think in your, um, in your position, in your business, it's twofold. It's for the business owner has the mental capacity to run the business the way that they want and still have time for their family or whatever their values are. And they also have the mental space to really serve the people that they are out there to serve. So your mission allows them to live in their mission. Yes, that is a great way to put that. I love that. Sometimes I have to pluck myself out of the center of it and be like, this isn't about you. This is about what they get that could change their lives in all of these a a million ways. All roads lead to Rome. Yes. Right. Right. Your services are Rome, but they get all of these other things as a byproduct of that, as a bonus. So you're not just selling marketing. That's boring. (laughs) (laughs) Right. To, to, To the normal person. Like, Yes. To me, that's boring. I don't want to hear the word marketing. But if you told me that you were going to change the way, like you were going to help change my family's legacy, now I'm listening. Yeah, that is a really good feedback too. I mean, what you do is important. Don't, I don't want to hear No, I know what you mean. (laughs) To not speak. Like there's so many ways that I could create content speaking to the legacy and speaking to, instead of talking about marketing. Well, why are these, I want to challenge you to answer or ask business owners, why did you start this business? What, what was the initial drive to begin this business? I feel like that is a super important info gathering question because I would venture to say that most of those entrepreneurs started to have more time and more money because more time and more money is going to give them family time, vacations, the ability to do what they want when they want while also doing something that they really enjoy. So if you can get to that dominant buying motive all the time, like, why did you start this business? Do you still feel plugged into that? Like, do you feel like you've reached that goal? Why not? Yeah, that sounds so good. That was a really good question to ask. And I feel like it's a really good, like, opening question or, you know. Listen, if you, okay, if you're selling marketing services to me, I'm going to think you're going to come in. I would expect for you to come in and give me all of these, like, pie charts and (laughs) growth charts and statistics and percentages. If you came in and you were like, it's so nice to meet you. Can you tell me why you started this business? I would be like, wait, okay. (laughs) It would get my attention. Like, she's not here just to sell me on statistics. She's here. She wants to know why this matters to me. Yeah, that is, that's really good. And it's it's good to hear, like, what you kind of would expect. Because I feel like 
that was kind of confirmation too, that like, I know I'm set apart just having guide culture training. Yes. I'm already doing it different. I just need to like own it. I think what I, I wrote this down, you said, I'm afraid to stand out. I don't think you're afraid to stand out. I feel like you are afraid that you're going to be the only one that's doing things that way. And that's the, uh, you, the book that Alexis is, Alexis was reading. That's literally how to get ahead, to get. So true. To build your business. And you also said, I want permission to build my business differently. What does that mean to you? What does it mean for you to be different? You don't have to answer because it may not be like a concrete answer for you, but I want you to think about, you have said multiple times, I want to do this differently than everybody else. What does that look like? Because if you can define it, then you can say, ew, this is, I just copied and pasted what someone else was doing. And that was not the intention of this business. So again, you can use that as a filter. That is a really good point. I need to, I need to think about that more. Like I definitely don't want to copy paste what every other marketing agency in my town is doing. Yeah. But I need to d- identify deeper what that would look like. Yeah, Cause if what you it- want to build it like that, you have the permission I'm going to give you permission today. If you need someone to say it to you, you have permission to do it differently. You can do it however you want. The difference between you and other people, you have integrity. That's where the um, timidness and like feelings of lack of confidence came from me. I have really good intentions. So Mm -hmm. I never want to be out of step with my morals or like um, ethics. So that makes it a little harder for business owners who don't want to be off of a moral path because I don't ever want to be tricking anybody. And I feel like that might be where you could be coming from, that it, you don't want it to be a trick. You don't want it to be like, I've overpromised and now I don't know if I can do this. Um, but you can. Thank you. Yeah, I think that does hit on kind of where I'm coming from. Like I, I'm afraid of the processes and stuff that are normal in the business world that I'm not aware of. And I'm afraid that I'll do something wrong that will like, they'll think that I'm like scamming them or, you know. What processes do you mean? Um, Just like, I guess with cold calling and even going into, like I had this huge discovery call on Friday And going from like the info gather, like I got so much good information from, from her about like what she wants and what her clients want. And, but then like going from that into based on what you've told me that, you know, you can have these things. I don't know. I saw this fear that I was like coming across as salesy and, but I'm, I know from the questions I asked and the amount of information she gave me. I probably impressed her just with the questions I asked, you know, have you heard back from her? So she offered at the end of the call, like that was another thing. Like I wasn't exactly sure where to take it because I just wasn't super familiar until the call, what would be an appropriate next step. But she offered to put my business cards in 
the client folders that she gives to all of her clients who are business owners. Wow. So that was on that call. Yeah. That's a huge win. Yes. This is the $95 million business owner. Yes. So she probably has a lot of clients. Yeah. Heidi, how have you? (laughs) I know. That's a huge win. It so is. you did sell her. You sold her on the fact that you were the person that she wanted to give out to her clients. And I don't think she would do that if she didn't trust you. Yeah, I don't think so either. I wouldn't. That yeah. is it. Have you told Alexis? Well, no, not specifically. I posted it in the living room for guide culture, but I should have posted okay. it. But no, I haven't told her that. But see then, but then my like doubt creeps in like, well, what if she just said that? And then she's not really going to do it. I don't know. Well, I mean, but I can't not, control that. yeah, you can't control that. What you can control is how you show up and how, but you've planted a seed with her. So yeah. if another marketing agency calls her and, you know, gives her their regular spiel, yeah. it's going to feel gross to her because you That's true. asking questions and really trying to get to the bottom of it you've planted a huge seed with her. And so I don't think anything negative could come from that. Yeah, that's true. And it was amazing to hear Alexis say, like, even if nothing happens, she wasn't working with you before. So I've at least, like you said, I've at least planted the seed now. You haven't lost anything. True. And you practiced with a human being. (laughs) Oh no, Mary had to go. Well, um, do you... We didn't get to your continue or stop. Do you feel like. Should I keep going or do you need to go? I am okay. Yeah, I'm here till 3.30. If Mary comes back though, she can totally. Okay, that's perfect. Um, So continue. So my continue. I feel like I'm in this huge struggle of I need to find like a good rhythm between writing my emails and my social media and like what I'm preparing for lab for guide culture. Cause I'm just all over the place. Like I, I'm like, Oh no, I have a guide culture lab coming up. Like I need to write a confidence sequence. So then I write some random, like none of it is aligned and flows, you know, like it all is towards marketing, but like, I just want it all to like weave together. So what I wrote for continue was I need to continue like working through the struggle of writing my own content because it'll help me improve my skills. It helps me gain more clarity. It helps me gain more belief in what I'm doing. And it helps me have more things on the fly. Like when I go to these network marketing or not, not network, but marketing meetings, mm-hmm. networking meetings, <laughs> where they ask me like, what are you doing? Then I can pull out a story on the fly related yeah. to what they sell. Um. So yeah, just like, cause I've been a little bit tempted, like maybe I should just hire somebody to write my own con my, my content. But I know Macy says like, you need to be writing your own. And I agree. Like, I do. What do you feel like is holding you back from writing your own right now? Just the lack of. I think over... the lack of what did you say? Cohesiveness, like the way that it's all woven together. Yeah. And I think I'm just really overwhelmed with where to start. Mm-hmm. Like I have so many ideas and I've been making a Google doc of just like content ideas that align like ironically with my core values. 
except I didn't realize that was what I was doing, but it actually is. It's like things I believe that I want to speak to in my content. And they actually are a lot of aligned with the core values on my website, which I didn't even know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I think like, would you pick one core value to focus on like for the month to weave in here and there with like sales content? How would you approach it? Um, I think it depends when you say, okay, you have lab that you're writing confidence sequences for, you have emails and like social media content. So those are like the top three places that you want to have things for, right? Yes. Okay. Is there one that could produce the other two? So I guess from what I've gathered, I should probably start with like a longer email and then pull pieces out of it to create content. You absolutely can do that. Um, You could write your content and turn it into an email because I don't want to tell you which way to do it because you just said you needed to find your rhythm. What works for me has taken me three years to figure out like... I'm not saying it's going to take you three years, but (laughs) what I did was copy and paste what other people were doing. And I was like, oh, this is how it should be done. I can't keep up with this. So I would try something different right now. I released myself from emails okay, because it felt really hard right now. And we're working on content and podcast episodes. Okay. So when we hear something that somebody says, we do a podcast episode on it, and then we pull pieces of content from the podcast. So your podcast is your lab. Okay. And an easy way for you might be to take something that you and I talked about today, or you and Alexis talked about today, or you and the networking um, meeting talked about and start there. Okay. The other day I heard fill in the blank. I want to talk about this and then weave in marketing with that, like why it matters. And then maybe you build a piece of content from that email. If someone talks to you about that or comments, that opens up a whole other piece of content for you. Another email, someone replied to my last email, blah, blah, blah. Like it's a steady stream of almost a rabbit hole, um, keeping your core values in mind. Right. Okay. So if someone takes you down a rabbit hole that you're like, "Mm, I don't think we're going to touch on this one, then you know, to leave that alone and like keep going in the direction you are going. I don't know if that helps you. Um, I always thought of content black and white, like it has to be this way and I have to do it this way. And it felt hard all the time. It felt hard all the time. My one message I have my one message and everything that we put out as far as content, we think before we put it out, does this fall under this or is it like way over here and we're being very confusing? If it falls under that one message, then we give ourselves permission to put it out. If it's messy, it's messy. If it's not received well, great. We'll do a different one tomorrow or the next day. Um, And we'll add email back in when we feel like we can take it back on. Okay. That is a really good point. Cause I feel like it does feel like email and social media and labs feels like a lot. So maybe I should just like set aside email for now. You're still working full-time, right? 
Yeah. Well, I'm kind of working part-time because I do like full-time one week and then I'm off. Well, I work like shifts here and there in my city the other week, but I'm not working full-time every week. Okay. But there's still a recovery period. I mean, you still have to. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just hard. The rhythm, like the weeks when I do work, like next week I'll work full-time. But then I work 6 a.m. to 3. So then I am just like brain dead after that, you know? So it's like, I have the time, but I can't think at all. I think maybe you could come up with a list of things that you want to talk about before that week happens. And maybe you just have some emails planned out. So maybe email is your method of contact when you work those weeks. And then the method for when you're at home or when you're not working could be more focused on social media. And maybe those social media posts spur the email for the following week. That's a good idea. You're just recreating and repurposing. It's not like a, I have to think of a brand new idea every time I come out here. Yeah, that is really helpful. I want you to take some pressure off because the pressure is going to be the one thing that stands in your way. Um, Are you firstborn by any chance? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I identify with you a lot. (laughs) So, um, Yeah, it's just the pressure of doing it right the very first time and not making a mistake, but you can't make a mistake in this, in this business because we don't see it as a mistake. We see it as you're like out here doing it and you might think it's a mistake, but no one else perceives it that way. That's so true. Thanks for the reminder. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were first born from the second you started talking. (laughs) Um, What is your stop? What's your one thing that you want to stop? Overthinking. <laughs> okay. What does that look like, do you think? And that I am not sure. So I am excited for Sales Girl Sprint. And I've been trying to get in the habit, a better habit of giving myself a time block of this has to get done in this amount of time. And it does not have to be perfect. It just needs to be done. And if it's messy, that's okay. Yeah. And so I think leaning into that and really giving myself like a window of time. Uh And even if I have to struggle through that for a while and overthink it for the whole first hour, and then I finally knock something out the second hour, like hopefully over time, that'll get better. Yeah. Okay. Because even like I was on the GC lab right before this call and I... I had like a rough thing written and then I was like, no, I don't like it. And I'm rewriting it like up until the last second of lab. And so I need to stop doing that. I need to just. Do you feel like you could do a confidence sequence without writing anything down? I don't know why I struggle really hard with confidence sequences. Like mostly the truth is what I struggle with. Oh, okay. I can understand that. Um, this might be a conversation we have off of here, but I think the truth, the truth can be the hardest. Sometimes it is for me. Um, <clears throat> Cause that's like, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's the, it's the one thing that makes it about what you're doing. And that's, it's hard to put the spotlight on that one thing for just a second before you dive into why it matters. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe, maybe every day you just practice a confidence sequence in the mirror while you're getting ready. 
That's a good idea. Without writing anything, just like come up with something about yeah, anything in my bathroom. Yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. Just to get it out of your brain. And if it's really good, then write it down in an email or content and just keep moving. That's the most important part. Yes, that is a really good idea. And I think the more if I do that every day, it'll become easier to just to write the confidence sequences or was nursing easy for you when you started? No. <laughs> and you know, your think- your what's your license? I'm a nurse anesthetist. And okay. I keep telling myself, like, I knew nothing about anesthesia when I started either. So. Right. That's and that's literally life or death, Heidi. Yeah. What you know is the difference between someone not coming out of anesthesia and someone coming out without side effects. Like that's a huge deal. You are smart enough and you're hardworking enough and determined enough and capable enough. This is nothing compared to that. You can do it. (laughs) Thank you. It is it's just new. And new is harder. New feels harder. Yes. Well I have your back. I'm excited. So we're going to start. I don't think I wrote down your start from when Alexis. Um, So I'm going to start giving myself permission to approach my business differently. Got it. I did write that down. Continue working through writing your own content. Yes. Finding some kind of rhythm. And you're going to stop overthinking by just. I think giving by giving myself more time boundaries. I like it. Okay. 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 So what's one thing that you could send to the um, Slack channel to kind of for some accountability? So I would think like the list, I could send the list of ways that my biz would help somebody that you wanted me to write. Okay. Yes. I mean, it would help me for sure. Uh And then I also thought it would be helpful as you were saying that to actually make a map of like all leads road lead to Rome. Roads lead to Rome. Mm-hmm. So and so helpful. Rome is my service. And then all these roads are the like bubbles of things that. Yep. Have you watched the one message? Yeah, I I have. I was, and I have a one message um, kind of. It's oh. a little rough. Let me just give you a super clear cut. This is. This is ours for our business. Um, knowing your numbers makes everything easier. Okay. That's like- it. Everything easier. And then all of the things that are easier or simpler or faster or quicker or less stressful are all these things around the one message. So anytime Heidi's like, oh, I don't really have enough time in the day. Did you know that when you know your numbers, you can actually, you can check in with your money in two minutes a day? What that means is you have more mental capacity. You know what I mean? So like you have an answer for every objection that they come to you with. We don't have the money. Did you know that just by, okay, I don't know your business at all, but just by having appropriate SEO wording in your website, that businesses that you could earn like 50% more revenue in a month. I don't, I just set up. Yeah. But no, that's, I get whatever, what you're saying. That's really good. 
yeah, did you know that you could actually make more money by hiring these services? So I highly recommend the mapping out because it's a good visual for your brain. Yes. And then you keep track of all this in a Google spreadsheet? Uh, Yes, a Google sheet. So um, actually Marley does this. Okay. But I could send you our, okay, so we got this from Brittany from Guide Culture because we were having trouble organizing ours also. And when I asked in the living room, she answered. And so which spreadsheet was this? Was this organizing confidence sequences or objections or Um, content? I can't remember. I think content is where I'm so confused. Like I have a spreadsheet for confidence sequences. Okay which makes sense in my brain, but like trying to organize my content has me lost. Let me look at ours first because it might be, it might be really complicated. Um, Let me look at ours first. And if it feels simple enough, not that you're not smart enough, but like, I don't want to overwhelm. I'll send it to you and you can just copy it and run. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That would be so helpful. You're welcome. I'll write that down. Um, so I'll look, at that. I'll look at that by Monday because this. Okay. That's just fine. Okay. Content spreadsheet. Too high. You. Okay. You're very welcome. Is there anything else? I know we went a long time. Alexis might kill me. Content spreadsheet. Too Heidi. Okay. Do you have any other questions? No, I don't think so. Okay. Thank you. I'm That's excited to see what you come up with. You are capable. Thank you so much. You can do this. Thank you. It's been really good to have this. It, it just like feels so much easier all of a sudden. So good. And just prepare for it to tomorrow to for it to not feel easy. Yes. <laughs> and then you can come back and rewatch this. <laughs> All right, Heidi, thank Thank you so much for being transparent and for being able to open up about this. If you're watching the replay, then we will see you in two weeks from now. Perfect. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.